The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. This is going to be a wild ride of a show today. There's so much to talk about. If you haven't heard about GameStop, you're going to hear about it now. We're going to talk a little bit about how that all worked and how it applies to the precious metals market because there's definitely some overlap there. Lots of clients calling in talking about uh, what's happening in the market. It's really viral trading at this point. So much to talk about. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm joined by Jerry Karaya. How are you doing, Jerry? So good, Jeremy. Great to be here. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. It has been an absolutely wild week and a wild month. This is the last show of the month, and this is a month, Jerry, where we saw the physical market just evaporate. The physical just evaporated out of this market. It's been really tough. And what's been interesting as well is a lot of people who own precious metals just watch the price of of silver and gold go nowhere through the whole month of January. They must have been sitting at home assuming nothing was really happening in the gold and silver market. But that, that is not the case. Not the case at all. We've been talking about this for the last few weeks, how things have just been setting up. It's talking about extremes. Things are being set up. And we're not surprised that when things happen, when the market, silver market especially, being such a small market, when you're setting up and you're seeing consolidation, all it's doing, it's coiling. It's ready to go. And so tell the audience how we, uh, how we did this week so far on the metals. Well, we had a lot of stuff happening in the, in, the, in the market this week. Obviously, FOMC, the Fed Powell spoke and he jawboned the market a bit, talked about more stimulus needed. Um, the 10-year treasury started to bump around again. I always mention that on the show in the last few weeks. So gold is faring up, uh, still trading around the 200-day, uh, 18.50, up today about $12, about a, a 1% silver up, surging last night up 5%. Today's up another 4%, over $27. Platinum up over about 1%. And the loonie we had at last week, the Bank of Bank of Canada talked about um, not needing to cut interest rates. So the Luniant actually ended up going up and surging a bit. It's still trading within this range of 126.80 up to 128.90. Still a little bit of relative strength for the Canadian dollar. So Canadians, you're listening. This is a good time to be buying. Now, um, let's get right into this yeah. um, GameStop thing. Yeah. Literally, I get, a, I get one email from, uh, from a good friend, and he was just saying, what, what is this? This is, this is interesting. And then our phones blew up. Every client who walked in was talking about it. And we had to kind of get caught up on, on what was happening very quickly. And uh, I think I've got my, my head wrapped around it. And I think anyone who's been following the silver market for years is going to find this also extremely interesting. And uh, so let's let's break it down. So what, what happened is um, there's a company named GameStop. Right, they sell video games at at, uh, at the malls, mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of or or some some Wall Street um, firms, uh, hedge funds were shorting it, and there's a, a forum group on Reddit called Wall Street Bets. They were getting together and they were basically saying, "Look, we like this stock. We're going to buy it." And by the way, there's lots of information out there showing these hedge funds that are short this this market and uh 
And at the same time, what's interesting, we'll talk a little bit about this a, a little bit later. I'm just going to drop it now. We'll talk a bit more about it later. The shorts in the market were equal to more than the actual stock. That was the key. So what ended up happening is they just came out on, on this Wall Street Bets group forum and said, we're going to buy this. This is what we're doing with our money. And people latched on and it became viral and, the, and this, this stock went through the roof. And because it was shorted, because these Wall Street firms were saying, we think it's going to go down and we're telling all of our customers, we think it's going down, the market then gets amplified in the movement to the upside. And then what happens is you add on the margin, the options that people are putting onto this. So that's, that's what essentially happened. You have this viral stock trade occurring where the open market and this DM, this direct messaging idea of just people get communities getting together and saying, we're all going to buy this. And it's moved on from there. It's moved on from GameStop to AMC to BlackBerry. And I think there's like another three stocks going along Bed, with Bath that. Bed, Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Bed, Bath & Beyond. And then, so that's great. All of these, All of these individuals come together, push the price up. They're all making great, great amounts of money. Uh, should be good, right? Wrong. I think Wall Street does not want you playing their game. Versus Main Street, no way. So all of a sudden, uh, Robinhood turns off the stock. Who's Robinhood? They're a trading platform, for which basically millennials have, have, have latched onto. Mm -hmm. I, I guess it's like very low fees. I'm not even sure if you can buy in in portions of a stock maybe I, I don't know i don't know for sure i haven't looked too much into that but um but the exchange didn't take the take this uh stock off this actual application took it off just disappeared just disappeared you couldn't trade it not only that they were selling people's positions right so where do we go from here hmm. There's a lot more to come Come on this. We're going to talk more about this. We're just getting you up to date on what's happening and how this applies to the, how, how this applies to the precious metals market. All we need to leave you with right now, the takeaway right now was community on Reddit. They read this forum. They say they're all going to buy GameStop. They end up tanking some hedge funds who were shorting the market who were getting a little bit arrogant, I would say, because they were just out there saying that they were going to short this stock. And then lo and behold, these, these hedge funds, literally a few of them have already gone bust as a result. So we're going to talk about this and how it relates to the precious metals market, which is right now also blowing up. We saw the price of silver move up over $1.50, almost $2 in the last 24 hours. Gold still quietly moving up. We'll be talking about what's happening in the precious metals market. And you're going to want to stay tuned because Paul Wiseman, president of Guildhall Wealth, is going to be joining us later in the show. If you want to get some physical precious metal in your portfolio, whether it's direct purchase, hold it in a vault, or even store it and own it directly in your RSP or TFSA, you call the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. The phone number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. We're talking about GameStop, Wall Street bets, what it's led to in the market, 
and the bigger implications, not just geopolitically and politically and economically, but what it means to the gold and silver market. So where we left off in the last segment was basically that we there's this Reddit forum group. They were saying, we're going to pick this stock, this stock, just open, transparent, just being part of the community. Hey, we like this stock. We're going to buy this. And it started to pick up. And then they also found out, oh, by the way, all these hedge funds are also shorting the market, right? There's lots of articles on this. I think Vox did a really good article that gives you a, a good breakdown. Zero Hedge has probably already 10 articles out about this. So really, you can dig into this anywhere you, you want and find out more about it. But then what happened is it really, really took off. This, this stock went viral. Everyone's jumping in. They're probably jumping in with all of the, the, the aid money they got, right? The $2,500 from, from eight months ago and the measly five $800 they got um, within the last month and just jumped in. And turns out they've, they've made some, some of these hedge funds go, go bust. Now they've moved on to other stocks, right? Mm -hmm. And apparently their Twitter has blown up. They've had like... 2 million people join their Twitter feed or something like that and or did join their Twitter feed and uh, and now it's it's having bigger and bigger implications so what happened as a result well most of these people were trading on Robinhood and Robinhood cut off the stock right what is that all about that wasn't the exchange it was literally an application turned it off and that's where this starts to get really interesting. And we can get into that a little bit further, Jerry, but I just kind of want to finish this off. So what's happened is, is you have this kind of, kind of revolution happening mm -hmm. of, of, uh, of uh, these people, individuals banding together to, to stick it to Wall Street in a way, it's right? It's like Occupy Wall Street 2.0. Exactly. It's Occupy Wall Street, but this time it's activist investing, mm -hmm. right? But this comes with some catches. Right? Because first of all, who bails out Wall Street if there's a big issue? If this goes from hedge fund to bank, and this is where it gets interesting because you heard about Citadel, right? Mm -hmm. So um, let me pull up the, the information the on this for the listeners. So Citadel is an investor in Melville Capital, which got run over by Wall Street bets. Citadel is also Robinhood's biggest customer. So you know what happened. Let's you know that Citadel went in and said, turn this off. I'm losing, we're losing too much money on this. Not to mention, once you really start to connect dots and you find out how much, how much Janet Yellen has made in f speaking fees, speaking to Citadel, you start to go, okay, this is, this is starting to look a bit swampy. I saw those numbers, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in speaking fees. And, and so you're, you're looking at what's going on and you're seeing the reaction of people and it's like they're rioting. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like they're riding with the excuse of we're sticking it to the to Wall Street. Um, I'm just reading a quote here. You guys, you guys understand that this is beyond a movement. This is this is a new normal. The market is not going anywhere. We have shown that if we want stock, we will buy it and maximize the return. Exact same thing hedge funds do to make billions. Um, and, and these type of quotes are going on and on in the market. Um, Jerry, before we go further, what was your reaction to finding out about all this? I always view these things like a game of chess, and I, I, I actually um, had my crosshairs on the hedge funds sort of orchestrating this because we have to think we've heard too big to fail before. Mm -hmm. And who needs, who needs to be bailed out here? The, the hedge funds? So one by one, 
could they have been the ones that have orchestrated? This is just the way I think, Jeremy. Yeah. It is definitely showing the power of a coordinated attack. But who sh- sh- who who orchestrated this and who fired the first shot and what's going to be the end game? Right. And I think it's going to lead towards a bailout or, or, or of these hedge funds, which only could mean billions of dollars back into their pockets. There's so much going on, so we're just going to kind of like spitball out the information and, and we'll see. see where we end up. There was another thing, another piece of information that Facebook banned a group called Robinhood Stock Traders. It had 157 members, um, with its founder suggesting it, would been, it had been targeted by major institutions. And so what's happened as a result is it's censorship, right? So now these Reddit, Reddit guys, the Wall Street bets, are being censored. They're like... There's rules. There's there's rules for me, but not for thee. Mm-hmm. That's what's really come out of this. Is it's it's reflected not what's happened. This is new for the financial market, but this is something that's been happening everywhere else, right? Whether it's whether it's police, like you know BLM, all of these things is all comes down to rules for me, not for thee. And these guys are are in a revolu- revolutionary spirit. So I'm just going to read another quote here from someone, you know, jumping on Twitter and whatnot. Wall Street's actions today may be a slap in the face Americans needed. It's time we all stop infighting and focus our energy against people screwing all of us. Big everything. Big tech, big government, big banks, big pharma, and big box. Let today be the day we unite. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, whoa. Cue the mockingbird music, right? <laughs> um, people are people are going crazy out there. And someone else just quoted: "Free market equals rigged market for Wall Street. Robin Hood equals stealing from peasants to give to the rich. Free speech equals censorship and deplatforming. Democracy ruled by small minority and connected donors. Everywhere you look, America is the opposite of what it claims." This reminds me so much, Jerry, of what happened in two thousand and eight, because it was. It was when the pundits on mainstream media all of a sudden were pissed, <laughs> right? It was like, oh, oh, now, now you're mad because now it affected your 401k, right? And now it's, and we should talk about this, it's kind of like the red pilling of America, but financially and what it means to, to, uh, to the precious metals market. Mm-hmm. This is exactly, we're seeing extremes and people are at extreme level. They got a taste of what truth is and we're seeing the censorship the darkness over the light. People are hungry for the truth. People are hungry hungry for real news, not fake news. They're hungry for real money. Q, silver and gold. The attention is going to be back on what happened back. Just reminding viewers or listeners, March 27, 1980 was, was Silver Thursday when the Hunt brothers tried to corner the silver market. This is happening again. This Reddit news, Wall Street bets happening on January 27th, 2021. Let's bring in the precious metals market now. What does this mean for precious metals? Stay with us. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. And you're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. So if you've been listening for the last uh, you know, 10, 15 minutes, you've got a sense of what's been happening on Wall Street 
right now. It's really become a Main Street versus Wall Street. Uh, Jerry, you were saying it's um, uh, what was the revolt where they were all in the in the parks? Occupy Wall Street. It's it's Occupy Wall Street 2.0 activist investing. Um, there seems to be this kind of revolution of we're going to go and get ours. We've had enough of this, um, especially people who've been locked down for ten months and can't can't uh, go out and do their go and make, earn a living. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they're sitting there learning how to how to place trades and what's going on on these forums. And uh, they all got together, bought this stock, went crazy, bankrupted some hedge funds. The big banks are really starting to get involved and witness, and you're starting to get this sense of there's rules for me, not for thee, Mm -hmm. and people are really, really getting ticked off, and it's stretching all the way across, but it has some implications. One thing that we really saw as a a parallel was this idea that, okay, this stock, you know, these hedge funds, they were getting arrogant and talking about what they were doing. They were saying, we're shorting this stock. We think you should short it too. It's, it's It's a piece of garbage, and people turned around and said, yeah, but if we buy it, we create a short squeeze. Well, where have we heard that term before? The silver short squeeze, Jerry, has been a story that's been with us for a decade Decade, plus in the metals because this is a market that is more shorted than any other market out there, bar none, period. Tell us a little bit about that. So as we just to kind of recap, so Wall Street Bets, Reddit, the Reddit group saw the likes of GameStop shares, for example, surge by 1,700% in a few days. Now their headline says the biggest short squeeze in the world, silver twenty five dollars to a thousand. So what makes this so important? We bring back decades where the Hunt brothers came in and squeezed this market up, and we can see uh, we look at charts. Silver, uh, silver short sellers represent a bit under five and a half months of world silver production, which is about three hundred and seventy eight million troys oun- troy ounces of paper silver held short by the big eight commercial traders. So this has now become a target for this Reddit group, coordinated attack on this small market. And we have to look at the different markets. Silver is dwarfed by by GameStop, much, much smaller, much smaller market cap. So what is going to play out is gonna be a fantastic array of, of, of hedge funds and all of the shorters, these big eight, slowly the dominoes will fall and it's, i think this is going to be a rapid a rapid peak for silver so i have a bit of good news bad news on that in terms of my opinion on this i've always we've always known that this silver short is very very dangerous and dangerous to be affected by a short squeeze meaning as soon as enough people get involved in this market you could run over the shorts in the market and push this fantastically higher so in that sense yes we could be in a situation where the market gaps up, goes to several hundred dollars, maybe one day it gets to a thousand dollars. Yeah, sure, anything is possible. But there's a couple problems here with regard to this particular market versus the stocks. And I'm not saying it's, it's bad news all around for metals, but just a few issues to keep in mind. One, this is not about dealing with some hedge funds. They're not shorting the silver market. It's the bullion banks and that's connected to government. So that's one thing. Number two, um, you have, you have a, a limited amount of physical, mar- physical product in the market, and it does not seem to be having an effect on the paper price just this moment. Yet. Just this yet. So what we see in this physical market is 
which is a good thing, high premiums. We're sitting at $27 an ounce silver, US per ounce. The premiums are, are, are just as high at this price than when they were at $17 and $18 back in March of 2020. So you have just as high premiums at 27, even though the price of silver is $10 higher, meaning it has not been reconciled. The price has not been reconciled with the paper market. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between paper and the actual physical. I had a client ask today, well, what happens if the price goes down? Nothing, because you won't be able to buy it for a cheaper price. So could the paper price go down? Could these futures holders and, and short sellers try to push the market down to try to get out of their shorts? They could, but they're, it seems they're already trapped. Mm -hmm. What do you think? They are trapped. And I question the two types of shorts that we have going on. You talked about the reason why bullion banks are shorting, and I couldn't agree more. The reason why we're seeing shorts as opposed to Reddit's uh, um, coordinated attack on uh, on the AMC shorts and the, and the uh, GameStop shorts, I mean, legitimately, they're probably shorted due to poor business models, maybe, or challenging the market positions, perhaps. You know, fundamentally speaking, the company may not be doing that well, but you can't say the same thing for precious metals, okay. where you have fundamental strength and demand in precious metals. We have a reason for precious metals, a strategic reason, industrial reason, military reasons, whatever the case may be. Yeah, you're not, you're not acquiring silver because you're trying to go against some hedge fund, you're buying it because the fundamentals are actually showing it to go higher. Strength, ex yeah. exactly, and not weakness for company stock it, and shares. They're not performing very well. Right. Why government involvement in precious metals? Uh, the Ainsley Bullion wrote that, this this really stuck out to me, that uh, through the theory of government-sponsored shorting of all precious metals to effectively hide the relative debasement of all the new paper currency that they have printed. As we know, Gold and silver are the real money. So we need to keep the direction and everyone's attention away from a skyrocketing precious metals price because something's happening. There's a fire over here with our currencies. Let's keep our attention elsewhere. But people want the truth. They're gravitating towards the truth. And we're seeing this revolution fighting for that truth. Okay, so this is a very interesting part because what you're seeing is what's interesting in kind of this like, the, you'd call it, kind of a, a red pilling of of America. It is. Is you get all these people who are being banned off of off of mainstream social things and they're moving over to other channels and other ways of, of sharing information and it's happening so rapidly right now. Um, you know, as being in the precious metals business, you know Jerry that yeah, you go to head, you go to zero hedge, you know, you check out some alternative news because we've been talking about this for years about mainstream media. You know, they don't like what someone says from GATA. They don't like what, what, um, Peter Schiff says or whatever. They don't like what you say. You say, Oh, there's going to be a recession and we think gold is rising. You never get invited back to, to these programs ever again. So we've witnessed these for, for a long time. And, and anyone who's been listening to the show for, for the last decade plus knows that we've been talking about the mainstream isn't going to tell you what's really happening. We've talked about the fact that the narrative on Wall Street is BS. We've talked about the fact that they never raised interest rates. 
Well, that tells you that they never solved anything. It's one thing to throw Bernanke onto the cover of Time magazine, but you didn't solve anything, did you? Mm. You know, we, we've interviewed um, Nomi Prince, who, whose book Collusion talks about that, that the central banks all colluded together to try to, to try to save the current system. And now you have these people who I don't think it was a coordinated, quote unquote, attack. I think they were just looking for money. Mm-hmm. They were just looking to do something and make some money like everyone is. And that's sort of, you know, they took a, a cue from Bitcoin, right? The way let's all jump into something and see if we can push it all higher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that's kind of a, a crowd thing, right? And I, I, look at, I look at GameStop and uh, we could probably, we'll likely see everything will kind of, be, the natural value of GameStop will, you know, likely be restored, go back to wherever it came from, the mean, where it should be. So it's not going to stay this high. We can't say the same thing about precious metals. Precious metals will likely surge and stay in the future. Yeah. So I, I, it's very much different in terms of the the shorting and the effects of the shorting and the squeeze due to the shorts. So uh, I think as much as, as they are pretty similar with the setup, the outcomes will be much different for both. Yeah, it's one thing classes. to be talking about a stock. It's another thing to be talking about money yeah. and currency. Right. Um, and that's really where the big differences lie. But I think it's this awakening kind of thing. I, no- I notice with our clients, they're more educated than ever. They're bringing us information that, that uh, you know, it's just this proliferation of information now that people have been censored in one place and they go somewhere else and all of a sudden it's it's gushing information out there and people are really starting to get involved in that way whereas you know look for the last 15 years people people have to be told the entire story of precious metals to understand the the virtues of it and the potential of it and now people are looking at it and looking at it in completely different ways and something else that i noticed about this whole um uh gamestop thing is this all happened as though this and the reaction to it is almost as though this idea of volatility, volatility, everyone, you know, the banks are so worried about volatility and they want to, you know, the politicians are coming out saying we have to regulate this, regulate what they were mm-hmm. completely transparent, right? right? You only want to regulate something because you're not making the money off of it. Um, but the whole thing is kind of like, this is what you would expect in a crash situation, mm-hmm. right? But the market didn't crash. It's like, even though the, they, they push the market up, they continue to push it up, Fed prints the money, gives it to the banks, they lever it up, put it into whatever they're putting it into and keeps going up. The fact is, is there is a complete breakdown between Wall Street and Main Street. People see it now. Mm-hmm. Now they're seeing, oh, there's, there's, there's me and we, right? Uh, or the, right? And they're fed up. And it's just, it's, it's kind of remarkable to see. But the problem is, is that who bails out the banks? Mm-hmm right? The taxpayer. So don't get too ahead of yourselves and think that this revolution is so unique and so amazing because if this does start to hurt the banks, the banks get bailed out. We saw this. Even they get, they get bailed out by you. Even more, even more money printing. We talked about the 1.9 trillion. We have the green new deal. And now we have another liability to deal with this, this hedge fund debacle, more money printing. And we're seeing the yields surging because of this and FOMC spoke more money printing coming and we're going to be seeing even more money printing because of this hedge fund debacle so stay tuned we have a lot more money printing to come
And the number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. We're going to bring this all together, talk more about the market and physical precious metals, where we see things going, how things have been going, and we'll get a little visit from Paul Wiseman, president of Guildhall Wealth. The number, again, one eight seven seven eight silver and the website, guildhallwealth.com. The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, let's bring this all together, kind of just get a quick summation, and then we can move into some other really interesting news that is happening in these markets and why we feel precious metals is a great place to be right now. So let's just talk uh, Wall Street bets, GameStop, the idea is that there was a coordinated effort to say, we're going to go after a stock. There's going to be some viral investing, and it's kind of like rebel investing. And what we've learned from it and what the world is starting to learn from it is what a short squeeze is and how that can affect the market. Now, that did happen back, back uh, I don't know, what was it, a decade ago when, when oil went to $140 a barrel? That was a short squeeze. Um, but the, the bigger implications was this idea of big tech and big banks and elites kind of stomping on it. The fact that the minute that these little guys decided we're going to make some money in this stock and push it up and we're going to do what these hedge funds do, the, the big banks and uh, they come in and, and they start getting, you know, the big tech starts censoring these people. Uh, the big banks put halts on their trades, even trade off of them. And so that's really starting to make people angry and it's waking them up even further to this idea of the separation between the rest of us and the elites. And we've seen that separation of, of rich and poor growing and growing, that gap growing and growing. And this is just making it more, more apparent. And so people are getting more angry about it. It's like, what do you mean? We're not allowed to make money? Mm-hmm. So that's what's really crazy about it. And of course, the mind can go wild about what the next step is. What could that do for silver? There's a massive short squeeze in silver that could happen. There's no doubt about it. But I think the way it happens is going to be different. It's not going to be the way this happened. It's not going to be just a bunch of people get together because we know people are buying precious metals. The, the physical market, the physical product evaporated this month, just evaporated. It was like, it was like March 20th all over again, the amount of people buying into this market and the lack of physical availability of precious metals. They were running into it. They're looking for a safe haven. We are looking for a safe haven to begin with. And that is the whole point of this. We have runaway money printing. The printing presses are on full throttle right now. Canada is printing f- $4 billion per week. We cannot afford this. We have 33 million people in Canada. And kudos to Pierre Polyever for slowly waking up the Canadian population. We need to hear the truth. We need to hear the real numbers because they don't lie. And what we saw this week was the FOMC. Yeah, the the main news is this, the GameStop shorts. This is just going to exacerbate the gains in precious metals. But the f- the foundation is we need a safe haven. Why? The safe haven will perform when all conventional investments and financials start to fail. When the confidence begins to wane, that safe haven will be there to perform and perform to the top side. And one of these ideas of confidence waning is something you've talked about on the show about the 10-year treasury yield. It's interesting. Uh, For the last few weeks, 
the narrative from f I follow a few forums in foreign exchange because you know although we are gold and silver guys we need to get data and information from non non gold uh, sources so I gravitate towards the currency forums and you know they were they were alluding to that to the fact that with all the money printing that they're expecting the 10-year treasury yield was rising and as a result that looked more appealing people were parking their funds banks were parking funds in the 10-year treasury um, for that yield making bullion look less attractive so gold was actually going down this is continuing fed keeps saying that we're going to continue with the stimulus the 10-year treasury continues to ride but what are we, what are we seeing now so, so let me just catch up here so sure. As long as the 10-year is rising, that makes gold and silver look bad because you're getting some sort of yield? Temporarily. Right. Yeah, at first, for the last few weeks, I've been talking about this on the show. But now we're seeing a flip. Gold is following the 10-year treasury, Jeremy, the yield. Okay. Why is that? Because I mentioned on the show last week, that rise in yield is an indication for future inflation. What happens with inflation? What happens to gold in an inflationary environment? It moves in tandem. So it's it's one of the it's it's another irony, right? The irony is that you're chasing this ten year yield, but it's leading to your own destruction. And it's kind of the same thing with the GameStop in a way, because the more they want to pursue this, and I'm not saying don't pursue it, I'm not siding with, with Wall Street here. But the more they pursue it and the bigger they get and the more they become emboldened by this idea of, well, look, we just started off trying to make a bit of money. Turns out we created a rebellion, yeah. right? Don't take it too far, right, might be the advice because you go a little too far and all of a sudden you're the one bailing out the bank that failed as a result of it, right? That's right. So it's just so you kind of have to pick your spots in a way, but it, there's an irony of – sowing the seeds of your own destruction mm -hmm. and and don't get as greedy as these banks have been greedy and complacent at the same time mm -hmm. uh, that's that's a great point and i think just by taking a step back and looking for that value um do we do we all pile into amc do we all pile in at the same time and stay there right you don't want to follow on the, on the way back because this is going to probably go back to the meeting look for value look for the safe haven with topside potential and that is our silver and that is our gold because it's offering many things, unique combination. What, why central banks around the world need to hold a portion of their reserves in physical gold? They need it for global liquidity and independence from all from all of the financial and banking madness that is happening. And people should be doing the same. They should be having it in their portfolio because when you own gold and silver direct, you have no counterparty risk, right? Yeah, okay, the paper market could push it a little bit here and there, but ultimately, it's incredibly undervalued. There is not enough product out there to satisfy demand. Let's talk about that a little bit more. The number 18778silver, the website guildhallwealth.com. And with that, I'd like to bring Paul Wiseman uh, onto the show to discuss what we've been seeing in the markets. Paul, we, we've mentioned briefly that over the past month, we've seen the physical market, just the physical supply just evaporate. Um, we'd love to have your thoughts and opinions on what you've been been seeing over the last month in this market. Well, there's absolutely no product out there. Wholesalers um, are not getting any product from the Royal Mint. 
product coming in from Switzerland, especially gold, whether it's PAMP Gold, Credit Suisse, Velcambi, Algor, all these different products. Uh, they're just all the refiners are not making any product or they're holding on to product for the reason that they know the prices are going up. Why would you sell gold at $1,900, give or take, when you think it's going to go to $2,500? Have you see, ever seen anything like this? Because I feel that over the last... It was one thing when it happened in March and April. It was like everyone got caught off guard. Everyone decided, I need to get some toilet paper. I need to get some precious metals. But this feels a little different. I know that there was maybe some anticipation of the inauguration or whatnot, but this just feels like when you're talking to dealers and wholesalers that there just feels like there's something else happening behind well, the scenes. Everything seems to be backordered. You know, the miners are not bringing the product out of the ground. Okay. It's not, you know, the logistics of getting gold out and silver out of the ground and getting it to a refiner or to a mint is a lot of people, a lot of work in between. They people are also taking a little bit advantage of covid. Um, you in know, what to, sense? Well, you know, I got COVID myself in December, you know, 10 days in bed up walking around and, you know, I'm 98 percent. I'm one, maybe one of the lucky ones. Um, but people tend to use excuses for everything. Right. Um, but there is no product available. It's as simple as that. I put in orders yesterday um, for 10 ounce RCM silver bars. I think we're probably one of the only ones that have got 10 ounce silver bars on our website. If we don't have something, we don't put it up on the website. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. If it's sold out, it's gone. Um, but I put orders. I got no idea when it's in. Um, one ounce gold maples. Uh, you know, we're getting a few in, but you know, my deliveries are three and four weeks out, maybe longer. One ounce gold bars RCM. Uh, it's like finding a needle in a haystack. Hundred ounce silver bars are available. Now that's weird. <laughs> because in March you couldn't find 100 ounce silver bars and the spread went up to $4.50. Be prepared for the spread to go back up to $4.50 and be prepared for gold to go to $80 because this is what's you happening. Mean silver to go to 80 No, I'm talking about the spread on gold to oh, be maybe $80 an ounce because the wholesalers... The mints make the product, but they don't want to sell to individual dealers. They want to sell to five or six wholesalers. That way they can control the receipt, their receivables and they can also control the prices a little bit. Um, you know, the mint is making still Superman coins or, you know, the stuff, the, the numismatics, where they make a terrific markup. On bullion, gold and silver, there is not that big a markup. Mm -hmm. And the costs logistics of moving this product around people don't understand from the time it comes out of the ground to the time it gets to us it's been handled by a lot of people it's got to be insured and we're working on oxygen so again i think you're going to see the wholesalers are there's probably product that they're holding on to they know the prices are going up because they know they can put the spreads up when the prices you know, are moving and things get tight. Paul, very quick, we've got about 30 seconds left. With the high premiums in the market as we're seeing it right now, what do you think you're going to see in terms of pricing over the next six months? You think that th these Personally, premiums are just going to stay where they are or, or what? Well, you know, interest rates and everything is going to stay low for a long time. They're printing money still like crazy. They're buying up, you know, bonds and all these other things that really don't mean anything to us 
uh, to the av average person. Gold and silver will move up. I mean, I'm going to give you a call today that I think gold's going to $2,500 by the end of the year, and I think silver will be between $35 to $40. Jerry, what do you have in closing here? Well, I think with all the information that Paul just outlaid, I think it's very key, and this is the reason why people are coming to Guildhall. We've been doing this since 2002, and to get your precious metals, if Paul says something, his word is bond. Whatever we say, our word is bond, and you want to deal with a reputable company. We're not a fly-by-night company. We're going to deliver your goods. If it's going to be two to three weeks out, we appreciate your patience, and we appreciate your understanding. So go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com and see what we have in stock, and get in touch with us. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. We've been talking about physical precious metals. You know what's happening in the markets. I just have Paul? to interrupt with one thing. All month, all we've got back, we've bought back from customers, is three one-ounce gold bars. Now, normally we buy hundreds. People are bringing back product, gold or silver. We've had one person bring back three one-ounce gold bars. Hmm. What's been traded is paper. Paper, paper. It doesn't exist. It's vaporware. It just tells you. No one's selling, only buyers. That's the biggest takeaway of, of today, I think. The number again, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Thank you so much for taking time to listen today. And we can't wait to speak to you again next week on The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And wear a mask. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.